What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Stay United podcast where we will be previewing our next home game against Wolverhampton Wanderers in the Premier League. Before I get into that, remember to follow at StayUTDPod on Instagram and Twitter in order to know when new episodes are being released or to interact with a Manchester United, a football fan that many of you are. Disappointing draw last time out. Time to get back to winning ways. Alright, so last time out, Manchester United dropped points against Leicester City. As disappointing as that was, I said that it wasn't the end of the world. That being said, we have to win this game against Wolves. What United can't start doing is dropping points against teams we should be winning against. We've seen that in the past. We did that at the start of the season. We have to keep rolling, you know, whether that's win. It's win, win, win. You know, we need to put a, a run of wins together, convincing wins as well. No losses, no draws. You know, it's, it might not be painful to draw the odd game. But when you start dropping those points, when you look at it at the end of the season, that's when it affects you. So, yeah, we cannot start, you know, dropping points against teams we should be winning against because these are the matches that give us the chance of staying close to Liverpool. That is what it's all about. You know, Wolves have been our bogey team for a bogey team for us in recent years because since 2018, and I was shocked when I saw this stat, we've only won against them once in seven meetings in all competitions. You know, one thing I observed from Wolves since the Royal Jimenez injury is that they have been playing the likes of Daniel Podence, Pedro Neto and Fabio Silva in attack. We know what danger Raul Jimenez possesses for any defence. So, of course, he will be missed. But what Podence and Neto and Silva offer are the complete obvious, you know, obvious that can actually catch out the Manchester United defence if the wrong players are picked. Pace, intricate play, and they are all skillful. It could end up to be a long day for the likes of uh, Maguire and Lindelof if they start together. And, you know, Lindelof came off with an injury uh, against Leicester, so the smart decision would be to leave him out completely and just let him recover because it's only a three-day break. Our best chance of winning, in my opinion, would be to come out aggressive, taking control of possession, putting pressure on the Wolves players when they are on the ball and pinning them in their own half. Let's talk lineups. For this game, I would pick the 4-2-3-1 formation. Again, that's our league formation. Ole's go-to and recently it has been working, so why change it up? If you disagree with my choices, tweet me or message me at stayutdpod on Twitter and Instagram and we can debate and reason about it. I always say there's a beauty in disagreements and there's a beauty in debating. In goal, David De Gea. You know, I've heard quite a few people over the last few days say it's time to give Dean Henderson a chance. It's time to, you know, drop De Gea 
and and bring in Dean and give him a good run of games. And, you know, to that, I disagree with it, really, because I think David De Gea hasn't really made that howl of of a mistake to justify him being completely dropped. You know, you're always going to get this conversation when you have Dean and De Gea up against each other and, you know, both keepers want to be number one. So in the end of the day, you're always going to hear this. But I feel like, you know, David De Gea has been a, a great servant to this club and I don't think he should be kept in just because of that. I just think that he hasn't made that, you know, clear and obvious mistake to be dropped completely. That would be unfair. Right back, I'm not too sure what's going on with Aaron Wambisaka. Obviously, we will find out more when the gaffer has his presser, but if he is available, he will start. If not, then it probably will be Axel Twanzebi. Centre-backs, I would like to stay with Bayern Maguire. Starting Bayern next to Harry Maguire, you know, like I said, and others have said many times before, will help to cover some of Maguire's weaknesses. Same if you start Axel, because they possess that recovery speed that Lindelof wouldn't have. Now that Lindelof is injured, we will probably see that happen. And this is the thing about Eric Bai. I'm not too sure about Axel yet, but definitely about Bai. His pairing with Maguire is not a Premier League winning defence, not a championship defence. And that's why I believe that Manchester United need to go into the January market looking for a top-class centre-back with top-class leadership also. Because if you've noticed, we don't have a leader in that back four. You know, Luke Shaw, not very vocal. Alex Tellers, not sure about him, but he doesn't seem the vocal type. Harry Maguire, even though he's the captain, not a very vocal leader. Um, Bailly, not vocal. Lindelof, not vocal. Um, Arawan Bissaka, not that guy that puffs puffs out his chest and leads. You know, we need that guy that's going to organise his defence at all times, knows where he needs to be positionally and his other three defenders. We've seen way too many times so far this season and even in past seasons, our defence just get caught out because of poor positioning. We need that leader to stop that from happening or at least minimise the, you know, the amount of times players are out of position. Left back, Alex Tellers, just because of his quality going forward. I think it will be a game where we will need his deliveries from corner kicks or from the wing. Yeah, we're going to need it because Wolves are one of those teams. They can attack, but they also sit back as well. Um, If that's the case, we're going to have to need the quality in the deliveries and also the build-up play. And that's why in this midfield too, I've picked Fred and Van der Beek. I would put... Donny just for the quality he possesses on the ball. When you think about last game, Fred and Scott McTominay, we weren't good enough in possession. You know, we look back to the Leeds game and say McTominay was superb, got two goals and assists. But in games like this that are not open, Scott McTominay is not going to have much of an impact because he just sits back and he's not a good... You know, if you're going to sit back as a CDM, 
you cannot play McTominay because he's not a good defender. You know, he gets skipped past a lot on the ball. He's, he's just not a solid defensive player. He's more of a, uh, a guy that runs up and down the pitch. And if he's not doing that, then he's ineffective. We need a guy like Van der Beek that will have quality passing in the midfield when he gets the ball and he rarely takes long on it. Touch, look up and pass forward. Always positive with Donny van der Beek. And I think it's definitely time that he deserves the playing time. That You know, I don't understand what this thing is with Ole and, and van der Beek because he would play Pogba, a guy that's basically not committed to the club more than a guy that wants to play, wants to play for the club. And that's no, not me bashing Paul Pogba because I will still play in him play him in some of these games but it's clear that his time at Manchester United is running down because of his own doing and his agent's own doing so give Donny some chances give him a chance to establish himself in the midfield right wing Mason Greenwood um yeah it was a tough one for me because I think in this period you need to rotate your team but at the same time, you don't want to change it too much so the team gets unsettled. You have to protect your players from injuries. And that's why making these subtle changes like bringing a Mason Greenwood back in the squad wouldn't really hurt too, too much because he knows his role. He's played in this squad enough times to know what he needs to do in order to be successful. Left, Rashford. Well, they did say something about a possible shoulder injury, but it didn't sound too bad. So he should be ready to go come Tuesday. Congrats on Marcus on getting his 50th league goal for Man United also. Big achievement and he's an inspiration on and off the pitch. So continue to inspire and improve your game. Cam, Bruno, nothing much needs to be said about that. And up top, Tony Martial. Not back to his best as of yet, but he will continue to find himself in the positions to score and it's a matter of him finishing the chances when he's in those positions. I can also hear the argument that Cavani should start. Obviously, he came in the last game, came on for Anthony Martial and made an instant impact assisting Bruno's goal. And you could easily start him, but I'm going to stick with Tony. Quick turnaround with it being only three days after the Leicester game. Cruel schedule, I know this is what... You know, this is what the Christmas period is all about in this country. But we have to pick ourselves up and go again. No time for dwelling on past results and sort out what's in front of us. This is a winnable game. Wolves have been a little inconsistent this year and we can exploit that. This is another opportunity to get a home win and really start to establish ourselves at Old Trafford again because if we are going to challenge this year, or even if we're trying to get back into the Champions League and finish in the top four convincingly, our home is going to be a very important place as it always has been in the past. Remember to follow at StayUTDPod on Instagram and Twitter in order to know when new episodes are being released or to interact with a Manchester United and football fan like many of you are. The Stay United podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and capisworld.com. C-A-P-P-Y-S 
W-O-R-L-D.com. So stream the podcast on your desired platform. Please share it to your friends and family to continue to grow our community. And thank you for all the support so far. Until the next time, stay united, my peoples.